Okay, we're back at it again today. I really hope all you guys are doing well, man. I really do. Genuinely, from my heart, I really hope you guys are doing well. I like to think on this channel that we all accept each other despite our differences. Do you really understand what I mean by that? We accept each other no matter what race you are, no matter what gender you are, no matter if you're LGBT or whatever you identify as, okay? As long as you're sensible about it, as long as we can come to an agreement, we could have some discourse about it. Well, guess what? That's pretty much what today's topic is all about. Equality, acceptance, and how some people really don't want that for you, right? But, <laughs> unfortunately for the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, his attempts to eliminate Disney from Florida effectively did not work, and in fact, uh, in light of a, a court case that just happened, it turns out he will have no power to do so for any foreseeable future. So let's go ahead and get into the details, man. Welcome back to another episode of the Dragon Horse Podcast, y'all. My name is Cameron Bivens, the Dragon Horse himself, and your lovely host. As you guys can tell, I'm feeling pretty good today. Feeling pretty good today. It's not raining yet, but it seems like we're going to get some more rain here down in sunny southern. So I don't know, man. Now might be the time for me to like, now might be the time for me to like bring you guys some really, some really hot episodes, some really good topics. But anyway, let's keep going before I keep rambling. All right, let's go. This one is brought to you guys by Newsweek.com and the title of this article reads out, Ron DeSantis board rages against Disney World after legal humiliation. For those that don't know, the governor of Florida is the leader of a group of conservatives here in America, the conservative party we like to call them. Some call them GOP. Uh, oftentimes, the actual name that many use is called Republicans, okay? So this is very political, you guys. If you don't understand USA, USA has a lot of politics, okay? Mainly between two parties, Democrats and Republicans. And there's a lot of political stuff going on right now. And this seems to have spilled over into a lot of businesses, right? So I talked about this on a past episode, talking about how Walgreens decided to not give out these abortion pills or sell them in their stores and how california which tends to be democratic reacted to that and it's really hurting walgreens's bottom line right so i talked about that so this is a case of something on the opposite end right where now it's conservative outrage against a business in florida which tends to vote republican right conservative outrage against this business for being very open to lgbtq characters in their in their cartoons in their video games and in their movies right so let's get into it shall we a group of conservatives handpicked by Governor Ron DeSantis to oversee the governance of Walt Disney World in Florida have lashed out after discovering their predecessors signed an agreement that strips the new board of most of its powers. How embarrassing that is. So in case you guys don't know, this has been ongoing, man. This has been ongoing for like two years now where we've had the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, going on raving rants pretty much yelling at a microphone talking about how if Disney doesn't want to follow conservative values. If they don't want to listen the way we want them to listen, then I'm going to kick Disney out of Florida. Okay, guys, listen, Disney, as far as I know, is based in Orlando, Florida. It's literally one of the biggest revenue sources for that city in that state. Okay. So for that city in that state, that's like 70% revenue right there. 
most people do not go to Orlando for any other reason than to visit Disney World, okay? I almost said Disneyland because in Los Angeles, we also have a Disneyland, but hear me out. Most people do not go to that state of Orlando in Florida, I mean that city of Orlando in the state of Florida, unless they're visiting Disney World. There's literally no other reason to go. I've heard from many people. Shout out to my Floridians. Shout out to my people in Orlando. This is no hate. This is no diss. I'm just breaking it down for you, okay? I'm just breaking down what I've heard. I've never been myself. I'm just breaking down what I've heard, okay? So Governor Ron DeSantis has been saying for like two years, three years now, well, if they're going to continue to feature LGBT stuff, I don't want them in the state of Florida because we don't believe in that down here. That's basically what he's saying in so many words, okay? Well, Disney said, bring it on then. I guess it's a fight. Disney knew the whole time that this was in the clause. Every business has clauses about what the board of that business can do, about what management of that business can do. So the whole time, Disney's laughing behind closed doors because Ron DeSantis who is the governor of Florida, has been saying we're going to kick you out, actually and legally can't. There's nothing he can do about it. And like I said, for the foreseeable future. Now guys, hear me out. I must admit, even though I usually do not read these articles before bringing them to you, I don't. That's the truth. That's why you might hear pauses in my speech. You might hear a stutter here and there. It is what it is. However, with this, I must be honest. <laughs> Despite being a proud American, whatever you want to say, being born and raised here, my mom as well. My mom is actually a huge fan of uh, Meghan Markle and Harry, okay? For those that don't know, the British royal family, they come from them. She's not a fan of the British royal family per se, but she's a fan of like Princess Diana, her son Harry, and like Meghan Markle, all right? So since she's a big fan of those, I heard about this way before this came out, okay? So I heard about this like a day or so ago. And I was like, okay, let me see what's going on, and then I'll report on it, all right? So I have to give a shout-out to where it's due. So, you know, shout-out Mama Deb, y'all. Shout-out Mama Deb. Let's go. The five-person Central Florida Tourism Oversight District was brought in by DeSantis in February to replace the Reedy Creek Improvement District, which had allowed Disney to run as its own self-governing authority in Florida for more than 50 years. The Republican governor overhauled how Disney could operate in the Sunshine State after the company spoke out against the so-called Don't Say Gay Bill, which bans the discussion of sexual orientation and gender identity in certain grades at Florida schools. All right. And why would they have a Don't Say Gay Bill? Well, here's the thing is that with ideology, as I said in the last episode, kids are susceptible to manipulation, right? Absolutely. In Florida, they feel like kids from the ages of even four years old all the way up until i mean honestly the way they've been pursuing this up until college they feel like these kids are susceptible to these ideals and that somehow you can turn heterosexual children gay or you can turn gay children heterosexual and this has been a long-held belief in history we used to have asylums and institutions dedicated to so-called quote-unquote reform of gay individuals right reform meaning if they are gay, let's make them straight, okay? So this is that archaic idea that somehow if someone is gay, you can make them straight. And if someone is straight, you can make them gay, okay? Which, I mean, I don't know if you guys understand this or if you guys actually have friends that are gay or have friends that identify as LGBT, but it's not that simple. I mean, I'm a heterosexual male, a heterosexual black male in California. I have a wife, right, who's Italian. I don't get random thoughts to go out there and get down with a guy. 
Okay, I've never had those thoughts because I myself am not gay. I'm not homosexual. So therefore, I do not have those thoughts. So how can I be reformed for something that I never have a thought of, right? That's the flip side of it. Now, on the other hand of that, when you're putting these, when, when you are making the enemy, when you are making gay people the enemy, right? Essentially is what they're doing with these bills, right? I mean, it's ridiculous. When you are making gay people the enemy, how can anyone just sit down and talk with them and have conversations with them? Because they're going to be in fear of repercussions from things like don't say gay bill or things like coming out of the closet, dressing is the way they want to dress, doing the things they want to do. You're going to punish them for that. So this is becoming a real problem, I think. Um, not only in Florida, it's becoming a real problem in many places. But as always with the youth, I believe there's a chance for this to change. Let's keep going. Okay. It comes as a part of a battle between conservatives and defenders over LGBTQ plus rights. Republicans in over two dozen states are trying to stop gender affirming care for minors and drag shows in front of youngsters in steps they say are intended to protect children, but they won't protect them from school shootings, right? So here's the thing, y'all. I got to go in on this because you guys are hearing me talk a lot on this episode. I'm going to spit my opinion. That's what you guys came here for. But I have to go in on this. So they're talking about we need to protect children from gay people being around them because they might touch them. But they don't say anything about the priests. We need to protect children from gay people because they might hurt them. But we don't say anything about the, the conservative people that go in there and shoot up schools killing children. Right. We don't say anything about that. So who are you really trying to protect? Who are you actually trying to protect? Because you're not protecting them from predatory practices that sometimes happen in churches that don't have any oversight. You're not protecting them from a bad education system because you keep defunding schools, which means kids can't get books. They can't get school supplies and otherwise. And you're most definitely not protecting them from guns because you refuse to pass any gun reform or any gun legislation to help protect these kids. So who are you actually protecting? It's like the type of person that says, yeah, you know, I really love my dog. I'm taking care of them. But your dog sits in a cage 24-7. They never go for a walk. They never go outside. You don't even let them out on the front lawn. You don't even want to feed them or give them water. But you take care of your dog? No. It's something else you're taking care of. Your ego. This to me is about ego. The Don't Say Gay Bill is about ego because a lot of these people were raised to think gay people are the devil. And they are not. A lot of these people were raised to think somehow LGBT stuff is somehow a disease and that oh it's going to infect our population that's not how that works and this is um an after effect of the hiv aids uh um i want to say epidemic era where people were like i don't even want to touch you because you might have hiv or aids if you're gay because they said oh it's a gay disease when in all actuality anybody can catch it if you're in the wrong place using the wrong needles doing the wrong things with the wrong person so this is this is nothing more than hand-me-down trauma and ego mixed together. And when you get people like this that are unable and unwilling to even have a conversation with the other side, it's never a good thing. It's never good. Anyway, let's continue on, man, or else, you know, this episode will be 30 minutes for you guys. But I have to go in on stuff like this because... Real quick, I have to go in on stuff like this because it hits home for me. I, you know... I was in Alabama for five years going to school and I was doing theater for four of those years. And I have a lot of I have a lot of gay friends. I have a lot of LGBT friends. And I feel like actually I don't feel like I know that they get unnecessarily harassed 
their, their lives get unnecessarily threatened simply because of who they are or what they do and they're not doing anything to harm anyone they're not doing anything to hurt anyone but the people that are doing things to hurt and harm other people they never get talked about i.e like i said before the school shooters the predatory adults that happen to be in the church or otherwise and i'm using those examples in this example of of the state of florida because those things are prevalent there they are extremely prevalent there gun violence in florida is prevalent the whole um adults taking advantage predators and otherwise in florida that is prevalent because they feel like church is god when actually church is church god is god so these things to me really hit home and i'm not on here bashing any floridians absolutely not in fact i love floridians i had a, I had a many floridian friends in college it's not floridians it's the politicians in place that are trying to fear monger these people that would otherwise think for themselves into believing what they believe even if it's wrong right that's what it is that is what it is let's continue forward on wednesday the five board members revealed that disney and reedy creek had made an agreement on february 8th that hands control of the district's development rights and special privileges to the company just weeks before desantis signed the bill setting up their oversight organization Oh, so before he signed this bill saying don't say gay and uh, going on this uh, tirade against Disney, uh, they had already set it up basically saying, well, you won't have any power here. So they were, yeah, as he was signing this bill, they were laughing behind closed doors. They're like, well, it's not going to touch us. We're going to do whatever we want. You guys have to understand something, too. This could be a good thing and it could be a bad thing. All right. Like I said before, uh, when I use the example of Apple in one of my past episodes, I can't remember exactly which one, but let me go ahead and uh, reiterate this. When a company has access to all the keys of the house, they decide what happens, right? So in, in, in the case of Apple, right? Apple has the electronics, which is uh, telecommunications, right? They are working on self-driving cars, which is transportation. They're, 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 they're working on that actively. They have said they are. And now they're into banking with the Apple card and otherwise. So they're actually going into banking, which is finance, right? So finance, telecommunications, and transportation. So if they own all the keys to the house, they get to make the rules. Nobody can stop them. You can pass laws as a lawmaker that can truly hinder their power, but you can only do so much. This is Disney is another great example of a company that is so powerful, that has done so much, that they would be hard to stop. You'd be hard-pressed to stop them, right, when it comes to these things. At least in this case, it's not a bad thing, right? Let's keep going. February's agreement means the board members can't take significant action without first getting approval from Disney. I cannot tell you the level of my disappointment in Disney. I thought so much better of them, board member Ron Perry said on Wednesday. Yeah, your disappointment. That's crazy. This essentially makes Disney the government. This board loses for practical purposes. The majority of its ability to do anything beyond maintain the roads and basic infrastructure, which they're going to have to if they want to keep getting that money in. David B. Cohen, a professor of political science at the University of Akron in Ohio, said the incident is embarrassing for Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, and will give Donald Trump material to poke fun at him. While he was publicly boasting about taking on investing woke Disney, DeSantis and his team were cleverly outmaneuvered at the last minute by Disney, who was busy working quietly behind the scenes to ensure that it would maintain its autonomy. The board members who found out about the agreement after their appointments said they would be hiring lawyers to challenge it. 
We're going to have to deal with it and correct it, board member Brian Unks said. It's a subversion of the will of the voters and the legislators and the governor. It completely circumvents the authority of this board to govern. Yeah, whatever. They can challenge it all they want, but rules are rules and contracts are contracts. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you guys. They're going to lose that battle. I think they're just saying this to try and save face, but it is a very embarrassing loss. Look, man, it's like the type of guy who's like, yeah, man, I'm I'm a boxer. And this guy I'm going against, I'm going to beat him. I'm going to beat him, man. I, I'm a boxer. I do this. And then he loses in the first round in like in like two minutes flat. And he just gets knocked out and he's sleeping on the mat. That's what this is. They lost terribly. They lost terribly. So this, this looks bad. The Central Florida Tourism Oversight District said the agreement between Reedy Creek and Disney could last decades because it contains a rare royal lives clause, which means it remains valid until 21 years after the death of the last survivor of the descendants of King Charles III. Interesting. Interesting, interesting, interesting. From ignoring parents and allowing radicals to sexualize our children to now ignoring Florida taxpayers by sneaking in a last-minute sweetheart development agreement, Disney has once again overplayed their hand in Florida. No, you underplayed your hand. They got you guys. Like, if you lost, you lost. I mean, let's be real here, you guys. Let's be real. The government of Florida was playing checkers. Disney was playing chess. If you guys haven't heard that term, okay? Checkers is less complex. Chess is extremely complex. And you need to be very intelligent in which moves you make. Florida looks embarrassing with this loss. Or at least the, uh, the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, and his whole crew, they look embarrassing with this loss. This is embarrassing. This is, this is really embarrassing. Um, I don't know what they're going to be able to do. A clause is a clause. They lost. All agreements signed between Disney and the district were appropriate and were discussed and approved in the open. Notice public forms in compliance with Florida's government in the Sunshine Law. Oh, man. So anyway, guys, for the rest of the article, it talks about how Governor Ron DeSantis is going to try and challenge uh, this ruling. You can bet he's going to try and challenge this ruling. Uh, because it makes him look really bad and there's a presidential race coming up in case you guys don't know next year so this makes him look really bad it makes him look weak yadi 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 you guys understand where i'm going with this now let me break down a part of that that the article rarely talked about that my mom happened to be informed me a little bit about and hopefully i do it justice okay so it contains that royal clause uh king charles iii that last descendant the last descendant is lilybeth okay who is the daughter of Meghan Markle and Harry, okay? So for those that don't know, that's their daughter, okay? She is extremely young right now. She is a child. So that means after she, 21 years after she dies, Florida will be allowed to make moves on Disney if they want to, okay? She is a child right now. That child might grow up to live up and be 70, 80 years old, okay? So let's take, for example, she happens, Lilybeth, of course, child in question, happens to live to 100 years old. That means Disney will not be able to do anything. I mean, that means Florida or even the governor of Florida, right? Ron DeSantis, which in this case, he'll be long gone, will not be able to do anything against Disney until 21 years after that child's death. She could live to be 100. They won't be able to do anything until that 121st year. That is a long time. I'd go as far to say that most of us will be gone by then, okay? If, if you're listening to me right now, <laughs> 121 years from now, I'm pretty sure I'm in the grave, okay? With all due respect, love y'all, but I'm in the grave, 
Okay, this is a this is a man who passed away still talking. Okay, listening to a ghost. All right, so this is quite a power play. This is quite a power play, and not to mention all the jobs that this power play by Disney saved. You guys have to understand something. If Disney gets kicked out of this city, if Disney gets kicked out of this state, yeah, sure, it's losing revenue for Disney. But guess what? All the people that are working there, all the people that have families, mortgages, houses, cars, payments they have to make, student loans, they would also be out on the street. I mean, homelessness as a whole would just it, it, the homeless population would grow. I can confidently say that a lot more people, if Disney were to go under, would be homeless. That's tough, man. That's tough, and that's unfair because they don't deserve that because of a a political fight that's going on between these people who decide that they just don't want to sit down and have a clear cut conversation with homosexuals. Just talk to them, whatever. You know, like I said, it is based. The reason why they don't want to talk it is based on these archaic ideas that somehow you will catch the gayness. Like if you're a heterosexual male or you or you can grow up to become one, you will somehow catch the gayness. There is no catching the gayness, right? And if you are gay, there is no losing the gayness or catching the straightness. You are what you are. That's my belief. That's what I'm sticking by. As always, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know it was a bit longer. And in fact, this may be the longest episode I've ever recorded, but this is good, man. I love talking to you guys, you know. So I really wanted to elaborate on that and do it justice. But as always, stay safe, happy, and healthy. And I hope to catch you guys in the next episode of the Dragon Horse Podcast. Love y'all. Peace.